0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Business of Customer Love podcast brought to you by Mention Me. I'm your host, Simeon Atkins, and thanks for joining us today. Growing your brand through customer love might seem like an idea that belongs in the company cafe rather than the boardroom. But identifying, growing and activating a base of loyal fans is serious business, and the results of harnessing customer advocacy can be truly transformational for both your company and your customers. We gather experts from across the space to shine a light on how you can unleash a virtuous cycle of sustainable organic growth where your best customers keep coming back and bringing their friends too. So let's get into today's episode. So I'm excited to be joined today by David Wax, CEO of Handwritten. David, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Simeon, for having me. So you're here today to discuss how brands can create deeper, more meaningful connections with their customers through the lost art of handwritten notes. Before we dive in, though, do you want to give a quick introduction to our listeners? Sure. Yeah,
1: Um, I am the CEO and founder of Handwritten. Um, We are the largest provider of automated handwriting solutions in the world. We use just about 200 robots to write out handwritten notes at scale. Um, prior to this, and I've been doing this for nine years, but prior to this, I ran another uh, customer outreach platform called Sell It. We started back when text messaging was all the rage in 2004, mm-hmm. um, grew that for 10 years, and then ended up selling that to a company called ePrize, which changed its name to Hello World and now is part of Merkle. Um, so that company would send millions of text messages a day, and it worked. Um, people, uh, lined up in droves for the offers they were receiving and stuff like that. But I realized through that process that all the electronic communication, whether it's text or Slack or tweet or email, um, it all kind of gets lost in the shuffle nowadays. And that's why mm-hmm. I turned my attention to handwritten
0: notes. Fabulous. And look forward to diving into that shortly in a bit more detail. Um, but as traditional tradition on the show, to get things kicked off, I'd love for you to share a time recently where, as a consumer, you experienced customer love firsthand and really what impact that had on you as a consumer.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So we just bought some sheets from a bamboo sheet company and they sent us a handwritten note. Um, it was not one of ours. It was, uh, I think it was from a competitor. But just taking that extra time um, to do something different, um, you know, it, it really it really does make a difference. And uh, that's that's probably the most recent example of customer love. Um, additionally, uh, on a, I've had some clients of, or sorry, some vendors of mine in the um, business space. So we use a survey platform. And then one day out of the blue, the, the CEO of the survey platform sent me an individual note asking me w- what I thought of the online survey platform. It was a direct note to me. I could tell it wasn't like one of these persist IQ campaigns. He had yeah. genuine interest in what we were doing. And that was a huge, that meant a lot because somebody actually cared about what we were doing.
0: Fabulous. Um, and obviously this episode is all around sort of, um, maybe less, uh, conventional ways of reaching out to customers. Yeah. Um, and we're going to dive into obviously best practices and, and how yeah. businesses should approach that shortly. Um, before we dive into that though, I'm really interested to hear the story of how you founded Handwritten. You started to allude to it a little bit in the introduction, yeah. but I'd love for you to go into a little bit more detail around sort of like what made you found Handwritten in the first place. Yeah. So,
1: um, you know, we were one of the larger text messaging companies out there with clients like Abercrombie and Fitch and Toys R Us, Sam's Club, Office Max, Auto Traders, some very large brands in the United States and Canada, and sending millions of messages a month. Everything was opted in, everybody wanted to receive these notes. But there I was sitting at my desk and I was getting emails. By the you know the average office worker gets 135 emails a day spends around 24 percent of their time just managing their email inbox Mm. everything just becomes a chore and when you add in the text messaging and the Twitter the Slack and everything else you're really overwhelmed and nothing matters anymore nothing Mm. matters it's just let's see how quickly I can delete respond to it stop now you got to respond stop you can't just delete it because if you Mm. if you don't respond stop they'll just keep going and going and going. So you have to respond, stop, and then delete. And I thought to myself, gee, there has to be a more thoughtful way of getting in front of these consumers. And I was walking around my office. Um, I'd already made the decision to sell. I was halfway through what's called an earnout, which is the two-year waiting period after selling. You've got to stick around and, and help manage the company. And I was wondering what I was going to do next. And I walked into my employees' offices, and I saw handwritten notes that they had received not only opened, but on display. Hmm. And in my office, I had handwritten notes on display. So not only are they opened and read, they're kept and savered. And I thought, gee, there must be a way to leverage this technology. Uh, Well, at first I just thought, let me start sending handwritten notes. So I wrote all my employees and customers thank you notes uh, for sticking with me over the years and during this transition to the new ownership. And then my hand got cramped and I got bored and uh, I ran out of stamps. And there's all these issues that make sending handwritten notes difficult. And I thought there has to be a better way. And mm-hmm. that's when I started um, thinking about the idea of starting handwritten. Literally the day after I left ePrize, the new, or Hello World, the new owner of, of Sell It, I started handwritten. And I started it by buying two what are called auto pen machines, which are kind of antiquated machines that can write out crudely uh, handwritten notes. And I started with them. And then um, I actually, at the time, I also started with an iPhone app, not a website. And the reason for that is because I wanted to be an API-first company. And I thought if I created an iPhone app, I'd have no choice but to separate the um, technology to allow me to then create a website, an Android app. Integrations into everything um, versus if you just create a website first. Learning from my own experience at Sellit, the the wires get a little uh, messed up and and your website is fully intertwined with your backend. And I wanted to separate that. So even though I knew I didn't want to be consumer first, I wanted to be business first. I started with an iPhone app to help that separation of concerns. I then built out our website and then our other platforms like Zapier and Make, uh, which used to be called Integromat, and a number of these other integrations. And about um, four years in, maybe three years in, I realized that these auto pens would not cut it. Um, The writing quality was terrible. The Using the machines was very frustrating because they would keep writing even after they ran out of ink and every single page you set up was kind of an art you kind of had to tap the the paper this way or that way to get it to write straight it was it was kind of a a pin in the in the neck so i thought you know it's come to the point where we have to design our own machine to do this at the same time we started getting some very large clients and i'd reach out to autopen the autopen company And I'd say, I need more of these machines to fill these orders. And they started slow walking the delivery of the machines, which accelerated my own need to design my own machine even faster. So after a couple fits and starts, um, we came out with our first version of our robot. And then since then, we've been iterating on it. We brought 100% of the manufacturing of that in-house. So I've got a whole team dedicated to 3D printing and laser cutting. Um, designing circuit boards, assembling these robots, programming them. And then once they're built, they're put on racks in our office. Uh, We now actually have about 50 machines that are out in the field. So we've got third-party logistics companies that use us. We actually have three robots in Australia with a partner company. And then we have robots throughout the The Northeast of the United States at client sites as well. But the vast majority are in our facility in Phoenix, where we fill in upwards of 20,000 notes a day, 20,000 note envelope combinations, so 40,000 pieces a day on behalf of brands ranging from automotive brands, um, automotive dealerships, nonprofits, which are a big focus of ours, retailers, luxury goods, real estate. I mean, the gamut, it, it really crosses you know the entire gamut of small medium and large companies because i think everybody is feeling the effects of um, email overload and the consumer is not responding as well to email as they used to simply because they're receiving so much of it
0: yeah um just listening to all of that um I could have never imagined that there'd be so much kind of work and consideration that would go into handwritten notes, but obviously the operation that you have there is, um, is incredibly impressive. Oh, Um,
1: I could get into that. I mean, um, things are so complicated now, you know, when you send a hundred notes or a thousand notes, that's one thing, but when you're sending 20,000, it's, it's crazy. So now we have a machine. It's the size of a small room. To assist with the quality assurance. So, we had to build whole systems for quality assurance using computer vision. And then we have invisible marking on those notes that allows us to tag the card to the envelope. And then we have a Mm -hmm. giant machine that actually stuffs those cards in those envelopes for us. Um, So, it's, uh, you know, a a handwritten note is simple until you try to do 20,000 a day.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, And just kind of coming back to a point that you were making there around email overload,
1: um,
0: I'd be interested to get your opinion on why you think sending out handwritten notes is such a powerful way to engage with your customers and also how you've seen it outperform, but potentially also complement other tactics like emails, for example.
1: Oh yeah, 100%. I'm not saying get rid of email. Uh, I'm not saying get rid of text message. I'm saying what you need is a holistic strategy that has multiple touch points across multiple channels. Um, we've actually done a consumer outreach survey. This was sponsored by Handwritten, but the recipients of the survey had no relation to Handwritten. We actually used Polefish to do it, which um, surveys people through iPhone and Android app games. I, I'm not exactly sure how they find the respondents, but we asked a series of questions um, last year about, how consumers, number one, feel appreciated by brands. And surprise, surprise, most do not. And what would make them feel appreciated by a brand, as well as other questions. And the first question was, what forms of communication are personal? And the number one form of communication, or the number one most personal form of communication is not a handwritten note. It is actually um, a phone call. And then the second most personal form of communication, according to these 2000 respondents, is a handwritten note. But then, if you ask them a follow up question, what's the most annoying form of communication or potentially annoying form of communication? Their number one response is a phone call. And the last least annoying form of communication uh, that's annoying is a handwritten note. So, if you're trying to walk the line between personal without risking being annoying then handwritten notes are a great way to go um we also then asked these consumers okay do you feel appreciated they said no we said what would make you feel appreciated and and they responded a handwritten note we then said okay if you feel appreciated what are you more likely to do and the answers are all obvious buy more refer more buy more often you know, offer up reviews, all of those things are kind of obvious, but triggered by improving your customer um your customer relationships through handwritten note channels. So I am not saying replace email. I think, you know, there's a there's a place for fast and um I, I would call email fast read and deleted. I would call handwritten notes slow, red, and quick, Uh, slow, red, and and kept, you know, so um, there's a place for everything. You know, if you're having a a flash sale, sending a handwritten note is not going to help. It's going to take way too long to get there. By the time they open it, it'll be gone. But, you know, in certain channels, whether that's after a major purchase, triggering a handwritten note through Shopify, we have integrations to Shopify, or um, on the customer's birthday, Surprising and delighting with a handwritten note or, you know, certainly Christmas and anniversary purchase. All these things are a great way to um, kind of layer in handwritten notes into your overall customer
0: outreach strategy. Fabulous. Um, and we'll definitely dive into some more best practices and do's and don'ts when it comes to handwritten notes um, because I, I know there's yeah. uh, a lot of thought that needs to go in if you really want to make this a successful strategy. Um, just before we dive into that, though, um, I'd love to come back to the platform itself, yeah. kind of dive into that in a little bit more detail. Um, and I'd love if you could share some examples of innovative ways that the platform works to support your customers. Absolutely.
1: So, Our platform is truly a platform. Yes, there's a website, handwritten.com, H-A-N-D-W-R-Y-T-T-E-N.com. And you can go there and you can send a single note or you can send notes in bulk by uploading a list, uh, an Excel list. Um, You can also schedule birthday campaigns and anniversary campaigns. And that anniversary could be their actual wedding anniversary or it could be anniversary of a purchase if you think about it a different way. Um, we also have a prospecting tool, so if you're open, thinking about opening a new store in a location, you can circle on a map and um, pick certain revenue, sales, net worth requirements, whatever, and then we will pull in that data from a reputable, reputable being the keyword data source, um, and then offer that for free, just because it's a way to send more handwritten notes. We're rolling out hopefully next week a multi-step handwritten note campaign manager where you can enroll people over time and send them drip messages like you would sales loft emails or MailChimp, that type of thing. In addition to that platform, we also plug directly into Shopify. Um, And within Shopify, you can set up certain triggers. So You could trigger upon first purchase, send handwritten note, or after they spend a certain amount of money, or after they make a certain number of purchases, or anniversary of first purchase. There's all these criteria you can set up and then send handwritten notes automatically directly through Shopify. And I'd say that's kind of the differentiator for us. To my knowledge, we're the only penned note company that offers that technology. Um, In addition to that, we tie into Salesforce and Marketing Cloud as well as some of these other platforms. Um, We tie into Make. And if you're not familiar, if your listeners aren't familiar with Make, it's a tremendous tool. It's kind of Zapier on steroids. And then certainly we tie into Zapier as well. So um, we have all these different ways, um, some innovative ways people have used our platform. We have a client, it's um, it's a pet food company. And on the two weeks before the birthday of your pet, they send you a handwritten note with a little, um insert which is a a a birthday hat that you put on your dog and then it says hey you know we'd love you to take a picture of your dog in this in this birthday hat and post it to instagram and so that's creating some viral effect for this pet food company um that's that's probably my favorite example of an innovative use my other example and everybody gets a kick out of this is a snack box company this is for office snacks they you know, you can sign up for a subscription of their snacks, and then every month they'll send you um, wholesome snacks for your office. and And they found that if they accidentally screwed up a client, whether that was a delayed box or not sending the right the right um, content inside that box, they would send that customer a handwritten note apology along with some extra swag. And what they found was those customers that had the win back experience or the poor experience, and then were receive the handwritten note and the follow-up actually have a higher lifetime value than all other customers, meaning they'd buy more and they'd stick around buying more, you know, they, they were a member of the snack box longer. So what did the snack box decide to do? Screw up with all clients, send all clients a win back box and raise all tides um, and and raise revenue that way. So that's a quite another clever trick. In using handwritten notes. Now, granted,
0: there's certainly the, uh, the additional snacks that came with it, which didn't hurt you. Yeah, very interesting. And it's something that comes up a lot of conversations, actually the opportunity where. Things might go slightly wrong that 's actually a really good opportunity to strengthen relationships with customers oh, yeah. and actually kind of like jump on that and as you said, their increased lifetime value et cetera so uh, that's a, that's quite an extreme example there but uh, but a very yeah i think I think a very relevant one as well um, david we 've come to some brilliant ground today um, just in closing, would you be able to share some best practices um, around implementing a handwritten note strategy if a company is able to use a technology like yourself or if they're kind of just doing it more in-house what are some of the things they should be striving to do and maybe some of the things they should be avoiding as well
1: yeah i would say um i'm trying to coin a term called the full stop thank you and what i mean by a full stop thank you is when you you know in this day and age people have a million choices when it comes to any product or service, no matter how unique you think your SaaS platform is or your product or whatever you offer, they could either build their own SaaS platform or glue it together with make and zap your automations. They could um, go to Amazon, eBay, or alibaba.com and find other products that, that match their needs or go on Upwork and find somebody else that's doing exactly what you do to fill their needs. So in this day and age of 100% transparency, nobody is a snowflake. Nobody's unique. So the fact that somebody took the time to research and choose you, you should reward them for that. You should thank them. And when I say thank, I mean a full stop thank you. Just say thank you. Do not say thank you. Um, please refer a friend, I'm, too, I'm never too busy for your referrals, that ruins the thank you. You know, if you want to include a little reward coupon, okay, but don't make them jump through a lot of hoops for that, don't make them answer a survey, just thank them. Because as soon as you start layering in these ROI capture tools, meaning um, uh, I want to measure if these handwritten notes are working, as soon as you start layering those actions in, you're going to lose people. People will realize that this is another marketing tactic, but if you're genuine and you're simply trying to thank people for purchasing from you, people see that and, and it means a lot now um, so then, how do you measure it? I would say you can measure it through a b tests you know it's a longer bleed you know it's going to take longer than sending a handwritten note and and seeing how many people respond but If you're not sending a coupon, doing an A, B test is really a great way to go. And it's not about, you know, the value of one handwritten note. It's about the value of overall improved customer interaction, as you know, Simeon. So um, it's about building that interaction over time, really investing in the customer, not investing in a single handwritten note and saying, "Okay, how much will that add to my bottom line right now? That's the wrong way to think about all customer interactions. Um, So. That's really what I would say is I would say, you know, try the full stop. Thank you. Try using a company like handwritten or just buying a pen and doing it yourself and then coming to a platform like us. Um, I would also say look to blend, depending on the occasion, notes that are branded with on, on cardstock from the brand and then notes that are not branded. So what I mean by that is maybe a birthday card should not be branded. You know, if you're sending somebody a birthday card, maybe it should just be a happy birthday card with no mention of the brand on the birthday card. And then you could sign it from the, you know, from the pets, pets boutique team or whatever that is. Um, but then Christmas cards, because the brand is going to expect you to send thousands of Christmas cards, maybe those are branded. So really you want to play around with both branded and non-branded and then, um, Notes that do have calls to action and those that don't. Those are kind of my my big words of advice. I would say like any channel, don't overdo it. Um, often we recommend our clients do only four notes a year. And this could be a thank you note or an anniversary of thank you, um, a sales offer, a birthday card and a holiday card. That's really you know, four times a year is typically enough to engage your customer.
0: Brilliant, David, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show. Thank you so much for joining us today. Pleasure is mine, Simeon. Thanks so much. You've been listening to the Business of Customer Love podcast hosted by Mention Me. Thanks for tuning in and be sure to join us next time where we'll be speaking to some more amazing guests about how you can harness the power of customer love. See you again soon.